After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also Spotify and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. And check out our great sponsors. That includes PrizePix. Use the code 5FIVE. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100 at PrizePix. You can play any sport. You can pair players from different sports together. Two, three, four, five, six. As many as you well, not as many as you want. You can play up to six, but also do the flex play, the power play. You can vary it that way. And if you use the code five, again, that's F-I-V-E, you get that initial deposit matched up to $100. And now, from what is this place called now? Miami Dade Arena? Tonight's episode. Down the Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. We're here at Miami Dade Arena, or at least that's what it's called these days. Miami Heat lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They got another one coming up in two days. They're now two and three on this road trip. They're heading towards the two and four that I unfortunately predicted. They are falling deeper into the play-in. And they do it on a night where Jimmy Butler scores 28. Bam Adebayo playing through foul trouble had 17. Tyler Hero had 22. Uh, but some poor decision-making late. We will touch on some of that. And, you know, playing a good team, even if you hold Donovan Mitchell down, and they did. They held him to 18 tonight. Uh, not going to be enough in that scenario. Today's floor plan, I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. I got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. And, and I know, uh, Brady, we are talking about that last play. Or the play that Hero takes, that Hero doesn't take the shot. Struce takes the shot. I saw Max in the locker room. Obviously, he's not thrilled. Said, did it feel good coming off your hand? He said, always. But you want Tyler Hero taking that shot. And and I, I know it's not just about a last shot here. This is another clutch game for them that they lose. They've won a bunch of these this season. Uh, it's about the 22 turnovers. It's about everything else that happened over the course of the game. But let's start from the end and then work back to the beginning. What was supposed to happen there? Because I, I don't – even though you get a really reasonably clean look from your three-point specialist, your three-point specialist is shooting 32% from three this year. What was supposed to happen there? Yeah, I actually just asked Spo about that exact shot, and it was funny because he mentioned uh, basically the that was the secondary read, and he was crediting Jimmy because Jimmy basically looped back into like a pin down for Max to basically create that look. Jared Allen's on Tyler. But I guess the initial look was for Tyler – 
which from Spo's perspective, when I look at the play, I don't really know. Like he was saying something about a bubble screen type for Tyler, but I don't know. I didn't seem like much intention on Tyler's part to do that. Though ideally, which it's weird because he was kind of crediting the players for doing stuff on the fly. I, I kind of felt like there was, you know, should have been a play in, in route at least for the potential of them going one for two from free throw line and having that opportunity. So the fact that they were kind of making stuff on the fly was a little bit odd. Uh, but I feel like in that scenario, when the, when Tyler has it going, he just had an insane shot uh, a couple of plays prior when they had a big inbound to him on the opposite side, a little uh, over-the-top pass. It was contested, and he knocks it down. Uh, you got to draw that up for Tyler. But more importantly, the way you draw it up for Tyler is you're not asking him to create off the dribble and taking a fading three on Jared Allen. I think you got to put the ball in the hands of Jimmy, and you got to play the, the pin down for Tyler. Like, Tyler should not be the one creating the pin down. He should be the one in the pin down, in my opinion, on that play. So, uh, like you said, though, that play, you know, that play did not decide this game. Like, they were, there was the, the, in terms of the late game play that I think decided the game, was the Oladipo dribble, 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 loses it, turns it into a step back three. Like, there, it felt like, you know, you talk about like the air taken out of the arena. It felt like the air was taken out of the team on that play. Like, I, I, the fact that they even got back in this game after that play was a surprise to me because it, it felt like that was the end. Like, that was the end of this game. They just cannot have, a role player in Victor Oladipo, you know, being that high usage under a minute to go in a three-point game and taking that shot. I felt like if there was a point in this game when there was a three-point game and they messed up, it was that play with under a minute to go. Well, that play was Westbrookian. I mean, that's the problem here. And, and, and I think you mentioned it. You just said it. A role player like Victor Oladipo, which is what he is now, right? Like, that's what we've all acknowledged. I think that's what anybody would acknowledge if you've watched him. He's a role player who can help them. He's now closing for them. You've talked about him, Brady, him being the fourth closer. I think actually Caleb Martin's the fourth closer now, but Oladipo is the fifth closer. He's closed three of the last four games because typically the defense is pretty good. But the problem is sometimes he's out there and he thinks he's still Victor Oladipo from 2018, and that's not his role on this team. Like, you cannot have – that possession was an abomination, okay? And, and literally, I was sitting there next to Israel Gutierrez, and, and we were both saying, don't, 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 because you knew he was going to shoot that thing. And then he actually tried not to shoot it, passed it, almost a turnover, came back to him. And I don't want to pin this on all, Vic, all on Vic, but this team is driven by three guys, okay? And it's getting a little exhausting seeing those guys either not get the minutes or not get the touches. Today, Jimmy got 34 and a half, 35 minutes, didn't come back till six minutes left, okay? Bam was in foul trouble but got very few touches late. There was one time he got a touch, but otherwise they didn't play through him at all. And then Tyler went through a drought at the end of the game, but then makes a – I mean, that was the one play that was really well designed where Tyler made the, the corner shot. One of those three guys has got to be making those kind of plays. Otherwise, Vic can't play there. Yeah, I'm completely with you, and – it's really hard not to echo everything you guys are talking about there because that was definitely the play that stood out the most in crunch time. Right after that, they also had another bad possession where uh, Pam and Kayla were like giving it back to each other at the top of the wing. The spacing was all weird. And I do think that's part of uh, some of the stuff that they got to figure out if they are going to run that, you know, Vic and Caleb closing with the three best players closing lineup. I think you got to have that figured out. And it's just a little bit tough. Like we talked about on the last pod, if Vic is out there as a spacer, Teams are going to ignore him. They were ignoring him plenty tonight. And um, I think on ball, you know, that possession he had, complete abomination. I completely agree with you. I am a big guy, but there's just no way around that. 
not even Jimmy holds the ball for that long throughout an entire possession. They don't, none of their best players do that. So for him to, you know, to have done that in an important moment was bad. The whole game wasn't on that. It, like you said earlier, it, just the fact that they, um, you know, got committed seven more turnovers, I believe it was, in the Cavs, just off the top of my head. The Cavs killed them in points off turnovers. The Heat were able to make up for the Cavs taking 10 more field goal attempts by evening up, evening it up with the free throw attempts. But just all those turnovers, giving the ball away to, uh, to the Cavs so many times, I think if it wasn't for that, they really could have had this game because the half-court defense, you know, Coop from NBA.com, Heat.com, shout out to him, great work as always. He has pointed out a few times that their half-court defense, when they're not turning over the ball, is not awesome. And I think tonight it was opposite. It's like their half-court defense is great. You really mucked up things for the Cavs and uh, I think for their for their main shot creators, but you didn't force turnovers. And that's really, I think, what it came down to the most. And just at the end, complete lack of offensive cohesion. I thought the max look was decent. But, yeah, I, completely with Brady. They should have found a way to screen for Tyler, get him some sort of look, because he definitely should not have forced that shot on Mobley at the end. All right, we're going to talk more about this as we go forward. I do want to mention another sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friend Lynette over at Aggressive Insurance. Go to insurancebylynette.com. Get your life insurance, get your renter's insurance, especially get your car insurance. If you've got a bad driving record. Lynette is the person to go to. Go to A Insurance, A, a Aggressive Insurance, insurancebylynette.com. And our other sponsor here, ODM Performance Solutions, ODMPSI.com. That's ODMPSI.com. We mention all the time about how if you own a business, you should reach out to them so they can help you find the right employees. But also, if you're looking to work for a business, if you need a job, a high-level job, reach out to them. They currently got jobs available for CNI Lender, CNI Credit, Business Development Officer, and Branch Manager. They work with uh, supermarkets nationwide as well as banks, law firms, and many other businesses. So if you're in Dade, Broward, or Boca, or, or reach out to odmpsi.com. George or, or Josh over at 954-434-0634, 954-434-0634. Easiest thing to do is go to odmpsi.com. Mention five reasons. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, so we talk about the closing lineup now, and it does seem like Eric Spolster is leaning in that direction with those guys. They just they don't have enough shooting on the floor. Um, but then they put in Struess as a shooter, and he's not making shots. Duncan did not play tonight. After giving him a little something the other night, he seems to be it's either him or Kevin Love. Uh, Kevin Love tonight against his old team gave them very little and didn't play big minutes, and they got upset at me because I asked him how the fit's been down here. Uh, but <laughs> on a night that he was talking to all the Cleveland writers – um, about this being the hardest decision he's made. And now he's in a situation where he's in the play-in, and he was actually talking in the locker room about this. Last year, Cleveland was in the play-in. They worked the whole season to get there, and then they lost the game to Atlanta that they led by like 20 points, if you remember. And this is where the Heat are. I mean, even Jimmy was asked the question about being in the play-in now. Like, it's staring them at the fa- in the face right now. The Nets are not collapsing like people thought they would. Mikael Bridges has become a star uh, with his new team. And you're not catching Cleveland. You're not catching New York. You're not catching Philadelphia. You are playing basically to get the sixth seed, and you are nowhere near it right now. And I, I said, I talked to somebody in the Heat locker room. I'm not going to mention who. I said, when's the five-game winning streak coming? And this person said to me, I don't think it is. And I, I just think that that's where they're at right now. They cannot sustain anything. And now they're at the stage, and I'll go to you first on this, Alex. They're at the stage. Gabe Vincent gave them almost nothing tonight. They're at the stage now where they're being asked about Kyle Lowry coming back and saving them. Think about where we were a month ago. It was they need to get Kyle off the floor. It's not a good spot to be in right now. Yeah, no doubt. And it's funny because you're seeing fans, you know, clamor for Duncan Robinson, clamor for Highsmith, just guys who are not playing right now. Yurt, for sure. Just guys who are not out there to try to switch it up. Maybe that'll fix things, right? But, no, I do think they're in a really weird position. They're three games now. Excuse us for, for all the noise here. They're packing everything up here in the arena. Uh, potentially the team soon. But, no, but seriously, um, I do think it's become really tough. Like, Kyle coming back is not going to save things for you. I do think he could still give you some upside as somebody who can organize some units for you when your best players are not on the floor together. But I, it really feels like a slightly better version of what happened two seasons ago. I hate to say it because – we, we kind of hope that that wouldn't be the case, but this team just, they've shown you they don't have enough to win several games in a row like that, like to put together this hot stretch of games you expect in March from the Miami Heat like they always do. I don't see it coming. Like, for as optimistic as we are on this show, I, I think what they are this season, it's kind of played out for that, you know, for a reason. Like, it's just who they are. I don't believe that just because, you know, the calendar hit March, that they're going to get that five-game winning streak. And it's telling that somebody would have told you that because it shows that 
they're on the same page as us. Like they don't have much faith either. I, I think this team, you know, losing to Cleveland in a, in a close game is not unacceptable, but you've got to start putting some wins together because even though Jimmy doesn't want to say that he looks at the standings and all that, that he doesn't care, they're looking down the barrel of a Boston or Milwaukee first round. Well, and it's like you say, they are who they are, but it's not who they thought they were. And I think that's a big part of the problem is how they came to training camp this year with a lot of entitlement, uh, and they haven't won anything. And and you mentioned the win streak, and we'll close here. You mentioned not having a win streak. The, the guy who would carry them to a win streak is Jimmy Butler, okay? Jimmy is playing at an extremely high level right now. See, this is the problem. If Jimmy was out or Jimmy was playing poorly, but – the only thing that's holding Jimmy back is this silly minutes limit, like which they got the 34, 35 minutes tonight, which is more than he's played. But he's playing exceptionally well in his minutes. I did it. T- I looked at it today. He's averaging more points per 36 minutes than any other season in his career. And he's shooting at a higher percentage than any other season in his career. What else can he do? You know what I'm saying? And, and Bam has been so up in tonight was foul trouble, a lot of it. But he's been up and down since he's had really one really strong game since the All-Star break. Tyler, you got better Tyler tonight than the last game. But that's the thing, Brady. Like, there's nothing coming down the pike to save them now because you're just hoping to get to the six and that Jimmy gets really mad at the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, that's really that's really their only hope right now. But they're not going to be in that position. They're not. I, I do not see them as a six seed right now, unfortunately. Yeah, and especially if you start out when you start at this homestand, we kept talking about this homestand. You cannot blow certain games to begin the homestand, and then now you're trying to make up ground. And we're, that reason why we're harping on the, you know, we would never say before this you're going to sweep Cleveland in this series, but you kind of have to after you dig, you kind of dig yourselves a hole. In terms of Jimmy, uh, you mentioned kind of them holding back. The only thing that's holding him back is the minutes restriction kind of thing. The only reason we're harping on the minutes restriction thing is because everybody else has been so bad. Like, right. we wouldn't be sitting here talking about they need to get Jimmy in for this two-minute stint if the role players were the role players of last season. And that's what kind of my main takeaway, I guess, not only this game, but I guess on the season, is there is a heavy reliance on this team. We t- we make the jokes, and there's jokes about the undrafted thing, but they are heavy rely- heavily reliant on role players. They just are. Like, it's what the reason they were kind of relying on three-point shooting last year. Their role players were showing up for them. This year, they're just not. The role players are not what they were last season, and uh, I think it's catching up to them in a way. And it was good to see the BAM emergence, even though he's kind of, like you said, up and down since the the All-Star break. BAM has been very good. Jimmy Butler, as of late, has been like the same consistent guy every night, getting to the rim, getting looks, being a hub, getting to the free throw line. What was it, 15 free throw attempts tonight? Like He is doing the exact things that you want, and you get a decent Tyler game, uh, at least late. It is just literally comes down to the role players. And if your role players are deciding basically game after game of if you're going to win or not, and then you have a really good, good game against Atlanta where your role players show up and you win, I just don't – that's not a good formula. <laughs> you, that is not – should not be your formula that if your bench goes and, and scores this many points, X amount of points, or this bench hits this many threes, that shouldn't be, I guess, the, the formula to winning. So – uh, it's a weird situation. You're going to need, like you said, like Jimmy Butler uh, or Tobias Harris over me type Jimmy Butler in the postseason to get there. But the thing is this, you have to get to the sixth seed. And number two, when you, I know Alex mentioned kind of getting to the Milwaukee-Boston thing, you have to get past the play-in before even getting to Boston or Milwaukee. So we can't even write that off because you've seen the inconsistencies of this team. You cannot just bet on a one-game sample size and say, oh, they can take care of that. You don't know what team you're getting on that that night. You don't know what the role player is going to be that night. So uh, – they have to make up ground quickly, so it's it's 
this homestand was going to be the barrier, but now it has to look in even further past the homestand. I don't like their chances against Toronto in a playing game with Toronto's length. Uh, you you get uh, I, I, I don't, Siakam goes off on them one game. I don't like their chance. I, I, look, the, the, the thing is this, okay? Tonight, they again held Donovan Mitchell down. That's the third time they've done that this season, okay? By the way, if you want to really be really depressed, I actually got three or four questions in with Donovan in the locker room, and I posted it on Twitter where he talks about how much he loves Bam uh, and, 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 and the competition with Jimmy. Uh, they held Donovan down for the most part. They did – but they just bungled like the turnovers and other stuff. And it's always something. And you're right. It is, it is the role guys. You can't, they, they've maxed out with this group of role players. And that's why we keep talking about that this off season, they're probably going to shuffle the whole damn thing. Uh, but this feels like a death March, you know, and, and people have been in the organization for a long time. No one's smiling this season. I just notice it when I go to these other lockers and I know I'm often going to the winning locker room here, unfortunately for the heat, but the Cleveland locker room today, there's energy. The Knicks locker room the other day was like – it was seriously a party. And the Heat locker room is just dour. It's just like – even after wins, it hasn't – it's just – something has been off. It feels like they all want to reset, and yet we got to give you more podcasts. So we'll continue to do that. ODFBSI.com, aggressive insurance, prize picks, use code 5, F-I-V-E. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.